This is the reality. Hello to you, welcome to The Reality. I'm Dudley Anderson, so good to be with you once again on The Reality, sharing the story of lives touched and changed by the reality of Jesus. If you've got a story to tell of what God has done in your life, I would love to hear from you. Come on, drop me an email, if you will, dudley at surereality.net. Now, don't worry if you missed that. I'll be mentioning that email address again a little later on in the show. Today on The Reality, we're going to be speaking to Chris and Carrie Cole. Chris Cole was born in London and grew up in Canada, the USA and in the UK. He went to Belgium as a young man and he owned a discotheque there and worked as a DJ. Following his conversion to Christianity, Chris returned to Plymouth, England, where he met Kerry. Contemporary Christian music, or CCM, was starting to become popular in the UK in the 1970s and the 1980s, and Chris Cole saw its potential to reach a mass audience. So he hosted a show on his local radio station called The Solid Rock of Jesus Christ. Later, Chris Cole founded a Christian radio ministry called Cross Rhythms Radio. But life was not plain sailing for Chris and Kerry Cole. When their little girl developed thyroid cancer, they discovered the fragility of life. In her book, Got to Die to Live, Kerry shares of the essence of dying to the old in order to find the peace and joy of seeking the will of God. You can be in complete obedience to what Jesus is calling you to do and difficult things happen. And it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. And our young daughter came to me and said, Mummy, I've got a lump on my neck. And it came to light that it was thyroid cancer. For me, it's how have I been able to lose things that I held on to as precious. And so it's yielding to his Holy Spirit and letting go, just dying to self. Well, it's really my pleasure today to have on Skype Kerry and Chris Cole, and uh, they're involved in Christian media in the United Kingdom and indeed around the world. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us on The Reality. But I want to begin with you, Chris Um, I believe you originally ran a nightclub and DJed in Belgium. Wow, what a life. Uh, How did you come to know Jesus? How did the Lord step into your life? Well, I was, um, like many broken people (laughs) in life, involved in executive search. I had a discotheque and a restaurant. And so it wasn't effectively a nightclub as much as it was a discotheque in the 70s uh, nightclub. But uh, Kerry refers to it as a nightclub. (laughs) Um, And uh, so fairly entrepreneurial. And it was back in the days, probably late 70s, early 80s, I... I, I was touched by the grace of Christ in um, December 1981 through the work of the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship back wow. then. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a mess, yeah. got involved with the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship. They came into a radio station that I was also working on. And um, it was just the love that they had compelled me to um, get involved with them. And on December the... Uh, 6, 1981, 11.30 p.m., I had this massive encounter with God in my apartment where I just, under the conviction of the Holy Spirit, very orthodox conversion, knew I was a sinner. God touched my life, and I had the most profound experience. But it was a tough conversion because I was a long way back. So in Kerry's book, Gotta Die to Live, uh, she touches on the... um, 
the death and resurrection of it, um, I probably conclude I almost felt like, like I was, um, you know, going down three steps of insanity and mm. then God's grace just saved me. So it, I look back on it and it was a, a wonderful experience, although it was quite tough. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Wow, uh, in that world and uh, wow, incredible stuff. Uh, Kerry, just uh, in a nutshell, how did you come to know Jesus? Yeah, it was a gradual process and very much involved with when I was four years old, so that young, but um, I lost a little friend to leukemia and even preschool, and this is just how the Holy Spirit works on our lives, I was so aware of deeper questions and um, I would cry myself to sleep as this little child thinking there's got to be more. I'd pinch my skin and think there's got to be more than just this physical existence and um you know, it was dealing with the loss of this this little playmate who um, had had died, um, and the Holy Spirit was just working on me. So it was through I'd be going along to Sunday school and I'd learn about Jesus, and it so the message of the gospel, even at that young age, was so powerful, and it started to really draw me. Mm, mm, mm. Well, it's always sad to lose friends and uh, and to lose a child. Uh, obviously, you too were a child at that stage, you know. And and so, how did how did you even in 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 your your little mind, your young mind, how did you work around the fact that she died? You know, did Jesus take her? How did you work around that? I I just so. I, I so wanted to know an answer to what this life was all about because up until then, um, I was in a loving home and um, life was, you know, it revolved around lovely birthday parties and happy Christmases. Mm -hmm. And so, and and then suddenly death comes in, and the reality of it, and it, it was, uh, it just got me really feeling. Um, even at that young age, I can remember the feeling. I don't want to go forward in this life if I haven't got some sort of understanding. Um, and I'd, I'd cry myself to sleep thinking I'll never see my parents again. I just tried to understand the concept of death. Um, and and it, it was through hearing the gospel message that Jesus had died mm -hmm. and that he had risen again, such a gorgeous, glorious message coming into a broken heart and into the fear of death and um, into what is this life all about um, was this glorious message. And although it took me a while to really understand that God um was is completely um, real and alive, and and the the truth of the resurrection. Um, it, it took me a process to really accept that I needed to give my life over to Him. Wow! Um, wow. But it, it was it was just um, God definitely started to work on my heart. Praise God. Then, uh, Chris, you uh, returned to England and you found the love of your life. How did you meet? Well, I was giving my testimony with a Christian rock band called Mark II uh, in an Anglican church in Plymouth called St. Andrews. And um, Kerry was in, the, um, was in the congregation. I think she was brought by a friend of ours. Yes. And that's where you saw Where me, I first yeah. saw you. Yeah. And um, it was about two weeks later. Um, 
that you saw me, wasn't yeah, it? That's it. At, yeah. at a church um, meeting in the evening. Yeah. Yes. And then the, well. the mutual friend we had, um, I think I was in church and it was pretty packed and Kerry came in and sat be- right in front, right of, in front of me playing with the nails <laughs> and, um, and I left early and you and, left and early you yeah. went up to my friend and, and, and said, said oh, who was that who was that who was that and who was we connected that? from there yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's amazing how God brings brings us together. Uh, can I ask you, how long ago was that? 41 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. wow, amazing, amazing. Well done. And God had a plan not just for you, Chris, and not just for you, Kerry, but for the both of you to eventually end up, as you did, uh, in Christian media here in the United Kingdom. Amazing stuff. Um, but uh, I believe before you got into that uh, the work that you're doing now, uh, Kerry, uh, having read through your book, you had a dreadful experience when Sarah, your little girl, developed thyroid cancer tell us about that yes i mean mean, it was um very much in the process of pioneering um our radio ministry um and and so i I just think it's to encourage people that um when you can be in complete obedience to what jesus is calling you to do and difficult things happen Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong or that that god's disappeared it's he is with us um of course in in those difficulties but yes so we we've stepped out into stoke-on-trent and we're pioneering the radio work in a deeper way and our young daughter, she was she was then ten, came to came to me and said, "Mummy, I've got a lump on my neck." And um, through quite a bit of um, investigation, um, it was really thought it was just a cyst. And um, eventually, though, it came to light that it was thyroid cancer. And although it was a very dark tunnel that we had to go through when when you get news like that you can't opt out and think no i don't want to do i don't want to face that you you have to just go through this tunnel um but i have to say dudley that the very next day i felt overwhelmed with this joy that bubbled up from within me it was nothing to do with happiness of course Mm -hmm. um but it was this joy and i was singing choruses as i was just cleaning the house and singing praise to god and i just knew jesus was saying i'm with you we're going through this together don't be afraid and um, I just felt the overwhelming love of God in it. And bless her, she, she went through a big operation. Um, her whole neck was opened up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it was distressing, but the mystery of God's love for us in it. Um, and she came through it. She came through. I think, Dudley, for us, the balance of John 16:33. this is not faith in faith or denial of the reality, but when Jesus says, in this life you will have trouble, take mm-hmm. comfort, I've overcome the world, mm-hmm. there's a balance in this. And um, we're very aware in the times that we live in of the persecuted church of what they went through. Mm-hmm. But the great joy that we have is that we, we are aligned to the Savior, God Almighty, who through his death and resurrection gives us eternal life. That's the great reality of the Mm. early church for Mm. over 300 years, a totally persecuted church, which established Christendom across the globe. And now it's, you know, 2.4 billion people on the planet are aligned somehow traditionally, culturally, experientially with um, the Holy Trinity. 
Wow, wow. It's phenomenal the way you, you, you put it, uh, Chris. Incredible stuff. Gary, uh, uh, you just said a minute ago uh, that, uh, you know, when uh, when Sarah was going through this dreadful experience in her life, you as a family, um, you said you had a joy and you said it wasn't happiness. It was joy. Um, I believe happiness is dependent upon happenings in our lives. You know, when things yeah. go well, then we're happy. But joy is different. Explain that to us. I think the joy is the security, the stability, the truth that Jesus says, cast your cares on me and do not worry about anything and do not be anxious. So it's the rock of Jesus. It's the rock of his, the truth of his love, his finished work on the cross, his embrace of us as the loving shepherd king, that he enfolds us into his love and rest, regardless of whether circumstances are good or bad, we can rest in him in reality. It's not just trying to put it on in our minds. It's absolutely the anchor for our souls in resting in his love, whether, like I said, in, in good or bad situations. And it was undeniable, Dudley. I just felt this come up from within the depth of me, mm. that living water of, of just the peace of I am with you. You can rejoice in the truth that I have overcome death. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you through this. And we didn't know what the outcome was going to be, but this joy um, is beyond the natural thinking. Mm-hmm. It's almost, as, as you're explaining it, it's almost like a choice, isn't it? You can choose to be joyful under the circumstances. I, I think that's the important thing, Dudley, of faith, is that God is the author and perfecter of our faith. But, you know, we do have the responsibility as followers of Christ to, um, if all of the issues of life come out of the heart, uh, we need to... And what we often say in our fellowship is that, you know, if, you, if you've if you got these existential big questions of life, you need a telescope to see the eternal. Mm. But you also need to work with the microscope in the day to day. And what is God, what is God intimately, relationally doing with you in terms of your journey? Where are you going? What's it all about? And I think that the the difference between the happiness and joy, what C.S. Lewis said, you know, if I wanted to be happy, as you said, Dudley, um, you know, I'd have a bottle of port and, you know, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not advocating, you know, I'm not advocating a bottle of port here. I'm just saying that there is a sense that joy, as Kerry said, is a deeper confidence yeah. that you're going somewhere mm. and God is leading you and you're seeing the outcome of that process in what I call godly relational capital, that as you build up intimacy with God, when you go through the tough times, you have got something internally that you can draw on. Fantastic. And uh, all found in that incredible book, Got to Die to Live. We're going to take a little break, folks. We're going to be back after this. You're listening to The Reality, produced by Sheer Reality. Listen again at surereality.net. This is a listener-supported radio ministry, and we depend on you, the listener, to help us produce these programs, touching lives around the world. To become a vision partner of Sure Reality, go to surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. That is, become a vision partner at surereality.net.
Hello to you. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Dudley Anderson, and you're listening to The Reality. Just to remind you, yes, indeed, The Reality is podcast at the website surereality.net, so you can go in there and listen again to this radio program. If we've spoken about anything today that you have some questions about or comments, I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email, dudley at surereality.net. Well, today on The Reality, we're speaking to Chris and Carrie Cole. We heard how each found Jesus in their youth, and God had planned for them to meet, get married, and follow his purposes to serve him in Christian music and media. But their happiness was knocked sideways when their little girl was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. With the threat of despair and depression clouding her faith, Mom Carrie says that her anguish gave way to supernatural joy. Facing the possible death of their little girl through cancer and many seeming difficulties in their lives, Chris and Kerry discovered that in Christ we die to the old to live to the new. Chris and Kerry Cole were dying to live. Let's continue chatting with Chris and Kerry today on The Reality. Well, it's so good to be with uh, Chris and Kerry Cole today on The Reality, and we've uh, been listening to uh, some of the tough times that you've had in your lives and how you came to know Jesus, depending on, on Christ and the strength, and yes, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength in various circumstances in life. Chris, but then you uh, you you were involved in some sort of uh, media work uh, way back in, uh, in Belgium when you were a DJ, um, and you ended up as a DJ back in Plymouth in England. How did you get into Christian radio? Well, I was um, involved in my early days. I was DJing back in the early 70s. We'd been quite successful with our disco tech in the 70s. We kind of introduced disco <laughs> to Belgium. <laughs> and um, guy that was really influential in my life was a guy called Dr. Fred Ladinius. He gave me a prophetic word about reaching thousands, no millions for Christ through media. Hmm. I didn't even know what a prophetic word was, Dudley. <laughs> I just knew that God was drawing me to back to Plymouth. My family are from Cornwall and Plymouth, and I, I was coming home. I left everything. I mean, I did leave everything. I left my prized possession. I gave my record collection away. I gave all my shares away in the restaurants and uh, discotheque. And I came over to see my parents because what had happened to me was so profound. Um, my, my jaw dropped for ages. It's just, wow, it, it meant so much to me to experience Jesus. But I always been fairly entrepreneurial and I put a program together on contemporary Christian music because God had used a very powerful track um, from Bob Dylan called Slow Train Coming, You Gotta Serve Somebody, which mm. is really why we say the book, Gotta Die to Live. Mm. Um, you Gotta Serve Somebody, maybe the devil, maybe the Lord. And um, as you know, Dudley, right now, uh, there's revivals going on all over the world. But when I came and put a show together, I submitted it to the local radio station and the religious people didn't like it because it was just putting contemporary Christian music with scripture. But the, um, the station manager is a pioneer in his own right, uh, Bob Hustle, loved it. And um, he basically told the charity, the uh, religious committee, I need this on air. Mm -hmm. And that was the start of um, 
our radio ministry and the first program was called the solid rock of jesus christ just to interrupt you that was uh, it wasn't a christian radio station per se was it no it was a secular radio station okay yeah. But it was very hard to sustain Christian media. I'm sure you're well aware of this yourself, Dudley, because mm. the church is based on tithes, offerings, and gifts, and generosities, which is great. But sustaining Christian media, not an easy process. So I, I, God had given me a, a business, which is still running today, called Cornerstone Advertising and Marketing. It's now called Cornerstone Vision. But it was my tent making ministry that really resourced Kerry and I so that we could volunteer and give to the ministry side of what is now Cross Rhythms. Okay, Cross Rhythms. Now, my understanding is Cross Rhythms is uh, a radio station. Tell us about Cross Rhythms. Well, Cross Rhythms is broadcast on about 60 stations globally. We have a radio station in um, Bethlehem called Radio Higher. We pioneered with Ofcom Community Radio. We were the first community radio station. Two community stations, one in Stoke-on-Trent, one in Plymouth. We used to have one in Stockton, but we're progressing to DAB. Um, so we're internet. You can you can listen to Cross Rhythms Plymouth or Cross Rhythms Stoke all over the world, as you know, Dudley. And um, that's the beauty now of social media and internet. So. Uh, but we, with John and Heather, who uh, have been with me for 30 years, he now runs Cross Rhythms. Uh, he's the CEO. They have a vision for what they call is X Rhythms, which is trying to reach the 16 to 23-year-old generation on vodcasts, which is like what we're doing here, podcast audio. <laughs> They're looking at video. and uh, But just empowering a younger generation to get involved. So we're still doing what we've always been doing, which is basically – just trying to provide hope to the hopeless in Jesus. Absolutely. So just to uh, just to make it clear that, uh, you know, this program, the reality goes out uh, outside of the United Kingdom. Uh, you're talking specifically within the UK. Um, going back a number of years, um, 20 odd years back in, in, in the United Kingdom, uh, religious programming was controlled by the state uh, broadcaster, the BBC. Um, I believe you're also involved with an organization called UCB, United Christian Broadcasting, and they at that stage were trying to get... Um, how can I put it, a license or a way forward for dedicated Christian radio. Um, so it's all come together since then. Were you involved in any of that in those days? Yes, we were involved in the early days. In 86, I met Ian Mackey and Gareth Littler in Plymouth. We were trying to help them with the establishment of UCB. At the time, Peter Meadows was developing Premier Radio. Um we built a very good relationship with them and um, we began to collaborate. So that's why we moved up to Stoke-on-Trent and Gareth gave us a station for the youth called UCB Cross Rhythms and um, we were excited. And what I would say about Gareth is that Gareth's main function um, was really to um, try and break open as you say, Dudley, the freedom of Christian broadcasting. I think the technology came about at the right time, but people don't know it, but Gareth got a, a, pen, uh, uh, a um, 
petition together of 270,000 names, which the government lost. Oh, my <laughs> um, Which, so we are fighting. I, I would say to everybody listening to this, we are fighting now in liberal Western democracy, freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, and of course, especially freedom of uh, religious conscience. So if, if, you, if you're listening to... Christian or, or religious broadcasting from a Christian perspective, please pray and be encouraged by what's doing because our voice is going to be more vital as the years progress. Fantastic indeed, absolutely. Chris and Kerry, been fantastic speaking to you. Uh, but uh, just before we wind up, um, I want to turn back to you, Kerry. And um, I mentioned the book, Got to Die to Live. Uh, that's your latest book. You've written some other books, haven't you? Yes, I have. Um, I started off with um, an art style book that I had a painter do 12 oil paintings for, which illustrates a poem, um, The Purple Veil, which is um, all to do with the inner journey of sort of breaking down the idols of where we look for love um, apart from God and how and it leads to the father heart of God and just a real sense of um actually we, we need to be connected to the real source of love itself um, before we can really ever hope to love another person um, so that's the journey of that in in an illustrated artistic way looking at the brokenness of relationships when we we try and do relationships without understanding what true love is which um so that's what that is. And then I did a novel called Exit Darkest, which is um, based very much on that, the art style book, but it just puts into a language of a novel, um, the journey, the, the same journey really of, of finding yourself shortchanged, broken and hurt through um, relationship breakdown when you're not really connected to, to the love source. And so mm. it, it looks quite deeply into um, relationships and where we search for love um but leading leading to the love of god yeah fantastic and got to die to live it's almost a contradiction in terms how do i die to live you know as a church pastor we struggle with um sometimes the consumerism of our faith in the western world it can become um what's in it for me and i suppose the gotta die to live is the the cross is a wonderful revelation of compassion to become a prisoner to love you find true freedom therefore that's i think the foundation of gotta die to live and, and i think it is in in losing our lives we find them and and for me it, it's how have i been able to lose things that I held on to as precious, like like even a shyness. I was so shy, I couldn't even speak to people. Um, and I had to see, you know, Jesus's power is far greater than that. I can lay that down. I can invite him in to change me and um, transform me because Christ does live obviously within us. And, and so it's yielding to his Holy Spirit and letting go, just dying to self. But, <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. it's the key. <laughs> Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the yes. life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. Perfect. 
Fantastic. Chris and Kerry Cole, thank you so much for joining us today on The Reality. In the last half hour or so, we've been listening to Chris and Kerry Cole sharing a little bit about their life and their work. If you'd like to know more about Chris and Kerry, please drop me an email, dudley at surereality.net. We've been talking about dying to self to live to the newness that God has given us. In Christ, we are new creations, the Bible says. The old is gone and the new has come. If you'd like to know more about that, I would love to receive an email from you. Again, that email address is dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. With your prayer and financial support, we can produce these radio programs and are impacting lives around the world. Please consider sowing into this ministry by becoming a vision partner. Go to our website, surereality.net, and click on the menu option, Become a Vision Partner. From me, Dudley Anderson, to you, as always, keep walking in that sure reality of Christ. <music>